been seeking, uh, follow this podcast at Destination Football on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Destination FB. Uh, rate and follow, leave us a review, and enjoy your stay at Destination Football. You have arrived at your destination. He's not a good passing quarterback. It's what kind of blackmail does Christian Kirk have on Shad Khan? I've been an Eagles fan my entire life, and personally, I've only lit, I think, three cars on fire. Kyler Murray does not deserve to hold the team ransom. He's one of the most slept-on quarterbacks in the league. I don't think he's the level of quarterback that can win playoff games. That sounds outrageous to me, what you just said. Nick Foles is terrible. Is what... Okay, welcome back. It's Destination Football, Stone Cold Padre, as always. Bob's here, as always. What's going on, Bob? What's going on, everybody? How you doing? And we got a small, tight crew here with us today because we're having a full-point PPR mock draft for the people. You're welcome, America. What's going on? Dan is with us. What's up? My man Tom is with us. And it's Papa Doc. No, it's not getting beat by B-Rabbit tonight. He's drafting. It's the mock draft. Destination football. Let's get after it. You can hit that start whenever you want. The Padres picking first. We got Dan picking second. Tom's picking eighth. Papa Doc picking 11th. And Bob is at 12th. So I am going to pick first, and I'm going to stick to my guns. I've said it several times on the pod, and I'm going to follow through on my words from earlier. And I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor, number one. I know the sentiment in a full-point PPR is Josh Allen probably is. I mean, in a super flex, Josh Allen probably is the number one pick in most drafts. However, I'm such a believer in in Jonathan Taylor and what I might be able to get later. So that's where I went. And then it was nothing but quarterbacks after that. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Dan is on the clock at six. So I think think here uh, I'm pretty much probably just going to go with the best running back available. So you got Ravens gear on. I think you wanted Lamar. <laughs> at this point, I'm probably just going to take um, Christian McCaffrey here. Yeah, I mean, listen, we know that Dan is the biggest Ravens homer you're ever going to meet in your life. And I'm sure if Lamar Jackson had fallen just one more spot, that definitely would have been the pick. But Christian McCaffrey, Dan, you feel good about Christian McCaffrey? Uh, yeah, a lot of upside. Um a lot of potential if he stays healthy. Uh, I think he's he's set to have a big year, hopefully, if he can play the whole year. All right. Tom is on the clock at eight. What are you thinking here at eight, Tom? Uh, um, I'm thinking pretty much any quarterback that I would want out of those five are pretty much gone. Um, Christian McCaffrey's gone. That's where I want to be right now at the eighth pick. But, you know, obviously – took him and then Cooper Cup's gone. So this isn't really what I would normally want, but I, I'm going Justin Jefferson. 
I feel good about that pick. I, I don't have any hesitation towards feeling good about Justin Jefferson this year with everything going on and the news about him running the scheme. Um, that was the old Cooper Cup offensive uh, play last year for the Rams coming over to the Vikings. So, I mean, I'm, I'm that, and I'll just kind of punt and see what I can do for my, my second and third round and wait for the quarterback then. Awesome. More quarterbacks off the board. Joe Burrow at nine, Kyler Murray at 10. And Papa Doc's on the clock at 11. Yeah, so uh, uh, this is a little different with people I know. I don't know what my man Bob is going to do here at the 12-13 uh, turn. But I'm going to take someone that I, uh, I really believe in. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm a believer in uh, Jamar Chase, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab him here at 11. I like to pick. Those are – those are, I mean, Justin Jefferson, I think, is the number one receiver. You could argue Cooper Cup, but Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, I don't think you're going wrong if that's your wide receiver one, definitely. Bob, you are up on the turn well, with two picks. Well, first I was in Jefferson, and then I wanted Jamar Chase, and so now I'm kind of going back to the drawing board. Uh, I am going to stay in the same, same uh, position, though. I'm going to go with... Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs off the board at 12, and we're into the second round, first pick. And then uh, I'm going to stick with the skill position, and I'm going to go with Najee. Najee Harris off the board at the 2-1. Papa Doc's back up on the clock. Oh, I, uh, I had a little plan there. Obviously, I mean, I didn't exactly plan for Jamar Chase, but to grab uh, Jalen Hurts here. I believe that uh, adding – what the hell is his name? Adding A.J. Brown and uh, him in that offense again for a second full year, I think uh, I think he's going to improve. And um, I'm for a crazy year from Hurts. Jalen Hurts is really growing on me as of late as I continue to do my, my preseason scouting. Uh, there's a lot of data backing up a huge year for Jalen Hurts. I like to pick. The first tight end for, off the board is at That was two. for sure going to be my next pick if he was there. So <laughs> we were thinking the same thing. I was flipping a coin between Najee and Hurts. Good. Well, I think you really back yourself into a corner if you get through these first two rounds and you're not you're – not, if you don't take a running back, you're really kind of backing yourself into a corner of maybe doing that zero RB situation. So uh, I, I think getting a running back in the first two rounds is, is fairly important unless you are that deep of a mind, I guess. Tom is up on the unless, clock unless at you're the a... two, five. Uh, I'm taking running back. Um, Hertz is gone. Obviously, Drew's thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Dak is gone. I think I would have went Dak. Um, just with Amari Cooper going, uncertainty with Z. I mean, I, I don't see D Lamb's good. I, I just I, I see that 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 offense kind of taking it down. Um, not a huge believer of Russell Wilson either. So I'm I'm in a position to punt again. The only way I would have taken a quarterback here most likely would have been if it was Hurts. And I got to pick between Eckler, Henry, and Cook, which is not a bad thing to have to pick between. But um. Uh, I've never had Eckler available at this late of the second round. I mean, I just think as long as he continues to get the same workload, 
Chargers offense is tasty. I mean, I, I want a piece of that no matter what I can – wherever I can get it, I want to be a part of that. So um, I'm going to take the curveball, even though I really like Henry and Cook. I'm going to go back for it. That would have been my pick in that situation as well. After Austin Eckler went, Derrick Henry went, and Dan is up on the clock after Christian McCaffrey in the first round. What are we thinking? So, I was hoping here um, Henry would maybe fall to me. I was kind of thinking the same thing along, along the lines of Christian McCaffrey, you know, get a lot of upside and kind of hope he stays healthy. I'm looking at it now. It's looking like uh, Cook, Wilson, Andrews, Mixon, Adams. Uh, I kind of like Cook. You know, I'm scared just like uh, McCaffrey with injury. I like Andrews. I know he's, he's going to kill it. I, do I want a tight end this early? I, I, I kind of usually wait in that position. Um, but I, I don't know. My Something in my gut's telling me you guys probably won't like this so much, but a draft Mr. Unlimited. That's awesome, Dan. I hate that pick. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> Good job. C.D. Lamb goes after Russell Wilson, Dalvin Cook, Mark Andrews, Matt Stafford, and this could not have worked out better for me. If you listen to this podcast, you know my RB1 is Jonathan Taylor, and my RB2 is my pick, Joe Mixon. This brings me up on the turn at the 3-1, and now again, I backed myself into a corner, not taking the quarterback in either of the first two rounds. So I'm looking at the quarterbacks available. Tom Brady ain't mad at it. Aaron Rodgers ain't mad at it. Trey Lance. We're kind of getting into the thick of things where I want my QB1 to either be here or I'm waiting a little bit longer. I'm going to go ahead and take Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the man just doesn't do any wrong. I feel like he's top 10 every single year. Do I believe Brady can do it again? Of course, it's Tom freaking Brady. But... I have more confidence in Aaron Rodgers to continue to throw touchdowns and not interceptions. So that was why he was my pick. After Rodgers, we had Adams, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Swift, then Tom Brady. Kyle Pitts comes off the board in the third round. And Dan is back up on the clock. Okay, so was considering maybe taking a running back here as well. I'm thinking this year in most of my drafts, I'm going to go running back heavy early. Now, that being said, I'm definitely not going Nick Chubb because, you know, I don't want to pick the Brown, nobody on the Browns. <laughs> but I can also go with a guy who's a part-time running back, depending on the situation, and a, also a good receiver in Debo Samuel. Best of both worlds. Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, and Tom is back up on the clock. He's got Justin Jefferson and Austin Eckler. Nice start to the draft. Yeah, I got my RB1. I got my wide receiver one. I'm feeling good. Honestly, if Debo would have been there, if Dan wouldn't have taken him, I'm probably pulling the trigger on that as much as I don't want to have to. I don't want to fill that third or fourth pick without getting a quarterback probably, but I mean, I just, I believe so much in that pick. I really like Debo this year. I don't see why he's not going to be a top three wide receiver potential again. Um, I'm offloaded with a bunch of potential RB1, RB2 area now with Chubb, Barkley, Kamara, Jones, 
Javante. I really don't like Javante Williams too much. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Chubb either with everything going on with Kareem. He could be playing. He could still get plenty of work. I mean, I, I, I feel better with Barkley and Kamara predominantly, and then Jones probably definitely a, a slight a slight tick underneath. But honestly, I, I just – I'm getting a little bit worried. I'm, I really want to pretend like this is the real deal because I'm doing this tomorrow. And I'm just going to go out on the limb, and I'm going to take my QB1 and just take that huge upside risk. But, you know, screw it. I want to go with Trey Lance. Uh, I don't want to be in a position to be stuck with a Jameis Winston, Mac Jones scenario or some shit like that. So I'm not going to lie to you. I was strongly considering doing the same as opposed to Rogers. Just feel like the ceiling with Trey Lance is so high. Um, after Trey Lance, we had Saquon Barkley, Derek Carr goes off the board and Papa Doc, Uncle Drew, you're on the clock. Yeah, I am. Uh, I, I got the guy who I wanted to come back to me. Um, I just, I just believe in Aaron Jones. Uh, I think he's the best skill position player that team has. I know Rodgers ain't scared to dump it off to him as many times as he needs. Um, and I think if the Packers do anything, Aaron Jones is going to be a huge part of it. So I'm taking him as my RB1. I am with you. I've said it a few times. I'll reiterate. Uh, the Green Bay Packers had the most vacated targets in the NFL. And data backs up that those vacated targets, a large chunk of them goes to the running back. I think Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones can see a whole lot of targets this year, no doubt. Bob, you're up on the 3-4 turn. Stefan Diggs, Najee Harris. I'm bummed right now. Everyone, I, everyone I've been keyed Sight. up on. Yep. Everyone I've been keyed up on or queued up on has been taken. I'm not loving the way this draft is playing out for my team um i am starting to feel the pressure to take a quarterback but i was kind of hoping for trey lance myself so that's off the board as well i don't i'm not thrilled about taking cousins or Tua right now uh so i think i'm thinking uh with no antonio brown with uh no gronk this year i'm gonna go with mike evans i think he's gonna have to play a big role for the bucks passing game and then uh, I think with this next pick, I'm going to go Brees Hall. Ooh. Taking the dive on the rookie with Brees Hall, that really throws a wrench in the mock draft right now. But, hey, I don't mind it at all. Drew, you are on the clock. I, I, we're going with Drew, right? Yeah, that's fine. That's Papa fine. Doc. Papa Doc. Um, yeah, so – this is a position I might be in um, tomorrow as well in my, in my real league. And I am a Saints fan and I think I'm going all I think I'm I think I'm going all in on Camara. I mean, could the suspension happen? Yeah, they're talking about there's some real life video out there of him actually hitting a guy that could surface and if that happens, he's he's done. But um as far as the legal process, I'm I'm pretty confident in what I'm reading that everything's getting postponed and NFL isn't doing nothing about it until the legal process takes its, uh, takes its part. So once again, kind of like Aaron Jones, I mean, Michael Thomas is back. They got Olave, they got uh Jarvis Landry, but I, I being a saints fan, I know Kamara is the best player they have on their team. And, uh, 
downside is uh, he will not do what he did with Drew Brees. I don't think ever again. You know, Drew Brees no. just dumped it, dumped it, dumped it. I don't think he'll ever do that again, but I, I do think he's a solid RB2 here. So, uh, can't get much better at RB2 than that, honestly. I've been hearing the same thing that we may not see a suspension happen for Kamara until next season. So, I mean, get him while the iron's hot. You know, he might hit that wall next year anyway. Yep. After Kamara, Nick Chubb, Javante Williams, all the way down here in the fourth round. Tom, back up on the clock. Trey Lance, last round. Eckler and Jefferson. Um, well, I I heard Bob. I like his Mike Evans pick. He's waiting on quarterback. I mean, there's really only Kittles and two left. I mean, Kittles. Uh, there's really only um, Kirk Cousins and two left. I mean, after that, I mean, really – that's where we hit the drop-off, the official drop-off. So I'm in a position where I'm sitting there wondering, do I take Kirk at this point? Because he's definitely not going to be there. And probably Tua is hit or miss. So if I don't pick a quarterback here, I'm I'm going to have to punt on my QB2 for my super flex, which I'm not like uh, – it's not the end of the world. I have Trey Lance as my QB1. So as long as that's a lock, I have some play. Um, so I don't know. I have to make the position, you know, I, I got to determine if I want to go Kirk Cousins or if I then load up on my RB2 or wide receiver two. I mean, I, I like Kirk Cousins. I really do. I don't think, I, I mean, he's the, the best mediocre quarterback in fantasy football for like, I can't even tell you how many years it's been. He's literally been middle of the pack, conservative, like get you what you need pretty much generally speaking every week. Um, but I don't know, man, I, I really, this is also where the cutoff comes for running backs. And I'm, I'm a, I really like Fournette. I mean, they didn't get anybody. They, they got rid of Jones. Ronald Jones is out. I know Rashid White's there and he's definitely going to get in play, but like um, I think G- Giovanni Bernard's gone too, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is he gone? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Sure, I think he retired. I'm, I'm like 90% sure. Or he's hurt. He's done. I think he's still there, but regardless, if you were telling me that it basically Ronald Jones is out of the picture, Giovanni Bernard, the dump guy to come in for snaps is gone, and it's just Rashad White, who's not going to come up the pace right away, I'm going to go with Leonard Fournette. Um, I just think, you know, <laughs> Tom Brady's getting older. The dumps are still going to be there. He loves his running backs. That's, nothing's changing. I mean, we got to go with what we know. So Yeah. Most running back targets per game in the NFL last year for Leonard Fournette, I think it was like 6.6, which is an incredible number for uh, – a guy who was labeled as someone who couldn't catch the football three years ago. Uh, it was something else last year, for sure. After Fournette went to Tom, we had T. Higgins come off the board, and then Dan is up on the clock at the 4-7. So, post note, um, Giovanni Bernard is four-string running back. Yeah, I thought he was still there. Wow. Um. As well as I was considering taking Fournette here as well if he slipped to me. Um, and, you know, there was a, another comparable guy who's probably going to get a lot of red zone touches who's um, who can break a lot of tackles and will get a lot of yards and will get a lot of touches and, and red zone touches in uh, James Conner. So I'm just going to go with a pretty comparable pick to Mr. Fournette, and I'm I'm on my way to another 10-touchdown uh, season, hopefully, from Mr. Conner. Well, it was a stone-cold Padre guarantee that James Conner would have 10-plus touchdowns this year, so I do not mind it at all. Uh, I got sniped on the very next pick with Ezekiel Elliott. 
Then Cam Akers comes off the board. Don't know how I feel about that. Keenan Allen at the 410, A.J. Brown, and then I am up on the turn right here. I'm going to go ahead and snatch my favorite player in this draft, a guy I think has absolute top 10 running back potential. He's going to be in my flex. That's Travis Etienne. We just talked about Alvin Kamara just five minutes ago. I think Travis Etienne is the closest player to an Alvin Kamara we've seen since Kamara came into the league. I think he's going to be peppered with targets by Trevor Lawrence. And also I got to get my Jaguars on the podcast. Hmm. That brings me up on at five, one, I still do not have a wide receiver. So I'm going to look right there. We got Jalen Waddle, Michael Pittman, DK Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, all could be the pick right here. For me, I'm going to call my shot. Uh, a guy I think is going to really break out this year in a much more high-powered offense than we've seen over the past couple of seasons. I'm going to take Michael Pittman Jr. as my wide receiver one right here. I think he is due for a massive season this year with uh, Matt, Matty Ryan up there in Indy. I'm kind of disappointed. I, I thought you were going with your boy there, Ram. Uh, which, which boy? Uh, Mr. Moore. Um, I thought I thought he, you know, I thought DJ Moore impressed me. Well, I've been watching deal. a lot of uh, cool stuff to with you. Pat McAfee. I'm going to explain. Four so straight Pittman. seasons. Hold on, Dan. I hear you. Four straight seasons, DJ Moore, 1,100 yards, four touchdowns. I, lo I love that kind of production. If he gets up to six, eight touchdowns, we could see him blossom into the wide receiver one he has the talent to be i think michael Pittman has 1414 potential this year and I, i'm banking on it in this mock draft so uh that's why Pittman was the choice david montgomery goes next kirk cousins george kittle justin fields at the five five and dan is up five six all right well i'm not thrilled about um some of these quarterbacks um, at least right now, like I, I'm not picking Tua for sure. I'm not um, huge on Waddle or Metcalf. Uh, you know, I'm not real big on Gibson. And honestly, there's a guy here who has potential to be number one at his position. Um, so I guess I'm just going to go with um, Darren Waller. Another example of a, a team that should score more points this year. Very much a down year for Darren Waller last year. Love to see a bounce back. Jalen Waddle goes 5-7. Tom is up at the 5-8. I love the Pittman play. Um, a little early, but if you if you believe, then you believe. you got to jump sometimes. I mean, that's where I'm – I would have probably been targeting him around this spot. That's where I thought he would have fallen, but um, – I got Tua at my fifth round pick. I'm not. I'm not mad at that. It's not the end of the world. I'm actually surprised he kind of came back, because um, this is really he's the last guy. Other than maybe you can make a case for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you could make a slight case for him, but really after Tua, the upside and the offenses they really start to drop. Um, Honestly, I, I'm I my punt game has always been to potentially grab up another quarterback a couple rounds later, worst come to worst. I mean, I just 
I'm baffled. I really don't know what to do with Tua. I really don't know. <laughs> and I think a lot of people that are going to listen to the podcast are going to be thinking the same thing. I mean, what do you do with Tua? I mean, just because you throw a couple, you know, you throw a stud wide receiver in, you know, you get you give Waddle a second year, you got Kasicki. That doesn't, on paper, we've seen year after year, shit look really good and it not be good after week three. So, um I don't know. I already have a, a, a higher. It's, I have like Trey Lance is basically a Tua, but I just think a better version. But it, it's all still there. He's got the weapons. He's got the a better high caliber offense. I think a little bit better, but it's all very similar. Um, honestly, I think I think I just take the risk, and I think I take I take him because I really don't want to have to be punting on my super flex position if, if I if I can avoid it. I was so gonna I, say. Two, two is really good, and um, for him to be here and uh, all the offensive weapons he has around him and, and the new coach and he's offensive-minded, I think literally he he has to shine, basically. So, yeah. Right on. After Tua, Dalton Schultz comes off the board at the 5'9", Antonio Gibson at the 5'10", and Drew is a 5'11". I just want to say Antonio Gibson, I don't even know if he should be drafted. <laughs> yeah at this point yeah I, I hate him he he screwed me so bad last year I, I traded him like week 10 and then he he go he went off for a few weeks I, that happened to me too yeah yeah I traded him the he's bomb. on my do not draft list for sure <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you didn't know also in the first preseason yeah. game he fumbled and and was uh covering punts in the third quarter from what I understand yes I'm aware I'm, it makes me happy that <laughs> same <laughs> I am going to go here wide receiver, and uh, I believe Mike Williams overtakes Keenan Allen this year on that offense. Uh, my boy Tom there got Eckler. I mean, I, I just believe that that offense is going to be crazy. I, I think they may – I mean, their defense upgraded. They they may go all the way. Uh, and I think Williams is, is the wide receiver one there, so I'm going to grab him here. I love it. You have a lot of upside on your team. Chase Hurts, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Mike Williams. That's a great start to a draft at, at the 11th pick even. Uh, Bob, you're up on the clock. Still no quarterback. You're not the only no, no team I've noticed. Yep, and I, I am going to I'm gonna change that with one of my picks. But uh, with the next one, I'm going Scary Terry at the wide receiver position. Very uh, You know, I'm gonna need gonna need Wentz to show up, but you know I think that I think that he could have another good year. And then I'm a little higher on Lawrence. I've said it a couple times in this podcast. I think that uh, the addition of Doug Peterson is gonna do wonders with him, especially with the ETN connection. So I'm taking uh, Trevor Daniel Lawrence. Jones. Daniel Jones. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is Bobby's QB one. Drew is back up on the clock at six two. Yeah, I got a tough group of people here I'm looking at. Uh, I love D, I love DK Metcalf. I think, obviously, everyone knows he's a freak. And I think he still has a good season, even with bum-ass Drew Locke. I mean, DK Metcalf is DK Metcalf. But I, with that all being said, I don't know if I can grab him. <laughs> yeah. I was, was going to say, it could, it could also be bum-ass Geno Smith because Drew Locke had uh, COVID. So it could be bum-ass oh, Geno Smith. So. You already have so much volatility on your roster. Like, there is so Why much not? upside here, but they could miss 
to the point where I don't think DK Metcalf fits on that roster. Maybe a little yeah. more stability. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and I love a quarterback this year that uh, Matt Ryan, man. I, I think he's old. He's getting old. But I think he probably has the best offensive line he's ever had. He he definitely never had a Taylor. I mean, I guess he he had a Pittman. He had uh, he had Julio, and even back to Roddy White. I love the Pittman pick because past has shown us Matt Ryan picks a receiver and and just chucks it to him. Peppers. And I think uh, I think it is some stability to my team. I think Matt Ryan is going to do better than. Uh, than people think so i'm gonna grab him here uh a lot like tom said playing super flex in the past i mean the worst thing you can be doing is messing around with your qb2 uh at the end of the year so i'm gonna grab him here i like to pick that's who i was hoping would come back to me so i could stack him with michael Pittman. very unfortunate turn of events deontay johnson goes next josh jacobs who apparently uh the las vegas raiders hate hate josh jacobs for some reason I mean, Josh McDaniels be fighting or something. I don't know. Tom, you're up on the clock. I mean, honestly, uh, I could do the same thing with Metcalf. Yeah, I just, I don't, man, I, I he's the he's the wide receiver one there, and I think he'll do a lot better than Lockett. I really do. I think Lockett takes the takes the 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 fall here this year more than Metcalf. But, um, I mean, Geno still threw to him whatnot. I, I just Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if that that Seattle team's trash. They they could they could be tanking. Honestly, for all we know, they could tank this year to try to grab grab a quarterback. That wouldn't surprise me either. Um, so I'm I'm staying away from Metcalf. I really like DJ Moore here because, like you just said on Drew's lineup, I got Tua, I got Trey. I do have some. I'm I took some risky calls there. So DJ Moore is a, he's a pillar man when it comes to just PPR, just being a standard, a gold standard every year to just be a safe play. I'm probably going to go DJ Moore, but I'd be lying to say that I, I'm not, I'm willing to risk it for the biscuit on Dobbins. Like that could be, that could be make or break. He could be a top easy top 10 running back this year. Um, I, I don't know though. Cause I know Lamar likes to run it, but um, I have two RBs. Uh, it's probably safe to just start loading up on some wide receivers. So I'm going to go DJ Moore, but I, I really, I do like Dobbins. I want to make a shout out that I do like Dobbins. I did. Sorry, I, I muted myself. All right, I, I do not like Dobbins uh, personally, so I prefer the pick of DJ Moore. Actually just sniped me again. Jerry Judy comes off the board at 6-6, and Dan is up 6-7. So, I think Tom said it best, right? Dobbins, top 10 running back. J.K. Dobbins, Dan had to get a Raven, D.K. Metcalf, Portland Sutton, Marquise Brown, Elijah Mitchell brings me back up on the board, and I do not like the quarterbacks in this range one bit, so I'm going to hold off on my QB, too, as much as I would hate it in about four weeks. Nevertheless, I'm going to take some solid wide receiver production here with Brandon Cooks can't go wrong the man doesn't miss and i'm gonna follow that up this is tough because these are two of my absolute favorite players i'm still on the wide receiver position i'm on ross st brown and alan robinson both 
I feel like could be smash hits at wide receiver this year. So I pretty much have to decide which one I prefer. Very tough, both on my dynasty roster. Uh, I'm going to take the uh, better offense and the better quarterback. And I'm going to take the shot on Allen Robinson, three wide receivers in a row. Chris Godwin, A.J. Dillon, Damian Harris, Michael Thomas, and Dan is back up in the seventh round. Okay. So I have a lack of wide receivers. So I'm kind of just looking at receivers here. We got Cooper, St. Brown, Mooney, Bateman. And as much as I would love to take another Raven back-to-back, I just think that the way St. Brown played last year and the way that they look this year, I, I think he's, he's a surefire right here. Who's the pick? St. Brown. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Mac Jones is Team 7's first quarterback. And Tom's back up on the clock, eighth pick of the seventh round. Let me just hear everyone's perspective on this. On the Mac Jones, Tannehill, where do people feel about that in terms of quarterbacks? Because this is like that, they're like the final, final drop off in Superflex, is what my perspective is. It's like those two quarterbacks is like, that's it. After that, you're in, you're, you're, you're near doomsday. I mean, where do we, where do we feel about that? For me, that's a push. I don't really want either of them. If I were picking between the two of them, I would probably go with Mac Jones only because we've seen we've seen Tannehill the past couple of years with a good receiver. And now his best receiver is Traylon Burks, who I absolutely hate. I'm not a fan. They have Robert Woods there, obviously. Uh, I think he's a good fit with Tannehill, but I trust the coaching staff working with Mac Jones and the additions they made. Uh, a sleeper in Devontae Parker. Keep an eye on that. Uh, I think Mac Jones may have a slightly better year, but I don't want either of them. Here's the thing that mind boggles me is Tannehill finishes top. He finishes QB 12 last year, right? With a busted up Julio. Julio barely played any games. I mean, how many games did Julio really play? Um, and then Brown really only played uh, maybe what? A half, maybe a two thirds of a season. So, I mean, he was playing with like, what's it? And then Henry goes down. I mean, he still made it work. And that's what I guess in my head makes me think like there's some potential there still of him retaining that like QB 12 to QB 15, which would be a steal at, at, at round eight. I mean, like that'd be, that's a steal. That, I guess that's my only perspective around it. So that's why I just threw it out there just to see what people think. But um, I'm sitting here and this is my favorite part of the draft. Honestly, I love this part of the draft. Um, this is where all the juiciest players are. I feel like, um, and I already know Drew pretty well, and I have a feeling I know who he's going to pick because I've drafted with him before, and I'm just going to go out on the limb and do it because this was probably would be how it would be tomorrow. I'm taking Ertz. I'm taking Zach Ertz, um, and the reason behind it is because, dude, he's just a PPR machine, and he's with Hopkins being out officially and with, you know, with Kyler being there, like, I just feel so safe with that as my tight end. He was tight end five last year, despite being traded halfway through the year. Like, he's tight end five. That's yeah. impressive. So I think after he was traded to Arizona, I think he was tight end two the rest of the way. 
It was exactly. awesome in Arizona. You mentioned without Zach Ertz. I mean, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I, I don't doubt it at all, especially if Marquise Brown keeps getting in trouble. Uh, we'll have to see. But I think he's really good, especially while Hopkins is out. Yep. All right. Clyde edwards Lair goes next. Amari Cooper and Drew is up 7-11. Tommy, my wife, is listening, and she said, good pick. She loves Zach Ertz. She's <laughs> the best football player ever. Um, that's not who I would have picked, but I, I like the pick. I think he's I think he's top five again, especially during the first six weeks with no D-hop. Um, these are the rounds where I guess I kind of start sniping people I want rather than ADP. Um, and I wasn't a believer in Gabe Davis a month ago, but I, I am now. Um, I didn't realize how young he was. I mean, last year was the second year. I know he kind of went off. He had that four touchdown game in the playoffs, which really blew him up. But he's young as shit. That offense is the fastest pace in the league. I mean, you, you got to pay attention to Diggs. I was going to say, he's he's also really big, and uh, Beasley's gone. So that's that's another addition for him that, that helps. Beasley's gone. Is Sanders gone? Yes. Sanders is gone. Sanders is gone. gone. I mean, that, that was the two and three on that team. They uh, drafted Khalil Shakir, who I'm pretty high on. Uh, what's his name? McKenzie. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah McKenzie is going to be wide receiver three now. He's getting some chatter in camp, but uh, you know Davis has has deep ball ability. I think he proved himself on the on the short plays last year. So I'm going Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. Hey, he's playing with the best quarterback in the NFL. If he's the wide receiver two for the best quarter quarterback uh-huh. in the NFL, that's a, a solid pick in my book. Bob, you're up on the clock. Seven twelve. Yeah. I'm- kind of torn on which direction to go i have both of my running backs both my receivers i don't really feel like going after a tight end i don't hawkinson's the top guy left i don't think he's worth um jumping on but uh i'm i'm gonna go with the guy that i think is gonna have a big year this year uh juju going to kansas city i think with uh hill gone him him coming in i think uh, he's poised to have a good season Juju Smith-Schuster off the board at the seven twelve. Is that the first Chiefs wide receiver off the board? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Bob is up on the eight turn here at the first pick of the eighth round. Well, I'm going to go back to the quarterback position. Uh, I think we're starting to get to the, pretty much the bare bones. And, you know, if this was a real, obviously, league, you really need to have uh, your QB2 be somewhat serviceable in that super flex position. I actually, in, in Tom's question earlier, I was going to take the opposite side. I, I actually agree with his point. Ryan Tannehill managed to be the tw- number 12 quarterback last year with um, a pretty beaten up situation. I think with Robert Woods joined the team, I think if Henry can be healthy throughout the year, he'll be in a good spot with that play action. So I'm going with Tannehill. Yes, sir. So I'm looking. Uh, I I really want to. I really want to jump for somebody, um, but I don't know if I'm going to do it. Um, so I'm going to go here with Dallas Goddard. I love Dallas I love Goddard. Goddard. I think uh, 
I got hurt, so I'm a big stacker. I believe in the stack, and I know that he loves to dump it off to Goddard. Goddard, good, uh, good yards after catch guy, and uh, I know he'll score some touchdowns. So, yeah, good tight end. I I think he's gonna have a big year. I'm with you, uh, Darnell Mooney. Rashad Bateman comes off the claw off the board at eight four, and Tom is up on the clock at eight five. Um. um... Let it be known. It's funny I, that Drew takes Gabe Davis. So that's that's my favorite pick in the whole draft. I, I, I'm just going to say it now. I, I love Gabe Davis. He's my, by far, I think the best value play. I, I think this is what makes makes or breaks men here, uh, or women, I guess, that play fantasy. But, like, Gabe Davis, Juju Smith, Daryl Mooney, Rashad Bateman, like, those wide receivers are, like, one of those guys, I guarantee it, are going to be a top 10 receiver this year. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm going to say it now. One of those four in no doubt in my mind will probably be damn near top 10. Um, I just don't know who you're taking your pick. I don't have any of them right now. I'm pretty pissed off actually, because all four of those I'd be fine with Juju, Gabe, Daryl Mooney, or Rashad. I really like Rashad Bateman too, but they're not there now. And now I'm screwed. And I really only have two wide receivers. Um, and that's not good. I really need to start loading up, but they're all gone. So I'm really kind of screwed. Um, I'm not, I'm looking at my wide receivers, London from Atlanta. I'm really, um, I was going to say, I know, I know their quarterback situation is not so strong, but the kid balled out in college and he's real young. Like I think, and especially paired up with Pitts, I think he's going to ball, but just saying. I'm, it's tough. I mean, I really don't know a lot about him. I see Devante there and Devante's number two there. And like, he could do really well now that Brown's there. Like it wouldn't surprise me if he drops another thousand yard, like, Tops a thousand yards for the Eagles this year. Grabs, you know, seventy receptions, eighty receptions, maybe a couple touchdowns, you know, a few touchdowns. So I, I don't know. I'm and I start digging down there. DeAndre Hopkins is there, but suspended, so that's not good because I only have two wide receivers. So I need this person to be serviceable, kind of right off the bat, just in case. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I'm just gonna play it safe and I'm just gonna go Renfro. I'm gonna jump a little bit, but. I just think the situation's good for him there. I, I don't see anything changing. Once again, I, if anything, I just think if anything's changing there, it's that he's going to have the same value, if not potentially a little bit more. Very curious to, to find out what the Raiders offense is going to look like this year. Uh, can he catch 100 balls again? I'm not, I'm not sold, personally. Team 7 takes TJ Hawkinson. Nailing this draft. They only have one running back. And Dan is up on the clock at 8-7. Okay, so I try not to usually do huge name drops or whatever, but um, I think Kenneth Walker is going to have a good year. I really liked him coming out of college, and uh, he's in a system where they're going to run the ball, and Chris Carson just, like, you know, walked away from the game, basically. I, uh, I think he'll be all right this year. I'm not drafting him, just throwing it out. I think he'll be okay. I'm going with a guy who I know you'll love even more, uh, Jameis Winston. I think he'll be good. I think he got a lot better uh, targets. He got um, Jarvis Landry and Olave and um, uh, Michael Tom, a healthy Michael Thomas, hopefully. So I think you know he's he's set. And in the beginning of last year, he was there. Everybody was you know all my Saints fan friends were talking about he's MVP or whatever. So you know let's let's see what he does this year. All right, Jameis Winston, Dan's guy, Ken Walker goes next. Miles Sanders, Drake London, Tony Pollard. I wanted you to draft Ken Walker so bad so I could go, you fool! 
because it's Rashad Penny who is going to be my pick here at A12. When Rashad Penny's been the starter, all he's done is be an RB1. Right now, Ken Walker's the one who's, who's dealing with an injury. Rashad Penny's back at practice. He's ready to go. I think Rashad Penny's going to smash this year. Uh, as long as he can stay on the field, obviously, which has always been his issue, but I'm going to take the shot as my fourth running back for a guy I believe could, if healthy, finish in the top 12. I'm going to take that shot. I hope you're right. I, hope I so was going to say, I, I think I just heard yesterday Kenneth Walker needs a hernia surgery. Yeah, yeah, I think he got it today, I think. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's a sports hernia, so I don't think it's no. like a year-ender or nothing, but. He's going to miss some time, that's for sure. That's Rashad Penny's job. I think even if he was there, it was Rashad Penny's job. Now I'm back up here in the ninth round. I have a hard time believing my pick at quarterback is going to come all the way back around to me in the 10th pick. And I need my QB, too. And uh, as Drew said, I, too, believe in the stack. And I'm going to take one. Didn't get my Matt Ryan stack. I'm going to get my Brandon Cook stack. And I'm going to take Davis Mills who played arguably was the second best rookie quarterback last season. If he can build on that and keep this job, Houston might be in a better spot than we think. You didn't want to stack Rashard Penny and uh, Gino? No, not one bit. (laughs) Elijah Moore comes off the board at 9-2. Devontae Smith, DeAndre Hopkins, despite the six-game suspension in the ninth round. And Dawson Knox goes in the (laughs) 9-5. Dan. Up at 9-6. All right. So I'm just drafting for value at with these guys. Obviously, I'm just getting whoever I like. I'm stuck kind of between two receivers here. I think um, I think I'm gonna go with uh Brandon Ayuk. It's actually kind of stunning to me that he was even available this late in the ninth round. He's getting a lot of camp hype again this year out of Kyle Shanahan's doghouse, hopefully permanently, but you never really know with Kyle Shanahan over there in San Francisco, he might get pissed off at him next week and he's running fourth string. So we're going to have to find out. I like the pick personally high on Brandon. I Kareem Hunt goes next at the nine, seven Tom is back up at the nine, eight. Um, well, I'll make it quick. I've been talking a lot, but um, I, I'm going to go Cordell Patterson, but now I'm looking at Cordell and I don't think he can go wide receiver this year. Is Do you guys know what the case is on that? Can yeah, he's, he's, he's running back. He's just running back now. He's a running yeah. back. Yeah. Sleeper changed it. In, in fantasy and Madden and everything, he's a running back. That was huge last year. That he could, you could yeah. play both. Yeah. I mean, but he's still will line up outside. I mean, not that that really matters, but he's still going to line up everywhere, basically, you know? No, you could switch him into either position last year. It, it had him so that right. you, like, same thing with, like, Taysom Hill. He could have played quarterback or he could have played tight end. Right. Yeah. And it was, like, a huge advantage for having that dual that you could pl- plug him in and switch your lineups really nice because of that. Um, well, and that be the case, then I'm probably – Honestly, I don't know. I don't like. I don't like Burks. I'm with Ram. I, I'm not a believer in Burks. Uh, I like Thielen. I feel. I feel like I'm fine with a wide receiver too of that Minnesota offense. Still, I already have Jefferson, so that's not a bad thing too. Because if Jefferson goes down or vice versa, you know, that's that's. But that's a lot of, you know, our the wide receiver one and two on the same team is kind of weird. 
Um, honestly, I'm just going to take a risk here and I'm going to go single Terry um, because I think they paid him. Um, I'm not a firm believer in, in, in Cook, so he's getting a lot of hype. Um, but I, I just think that single Terry is, is shown that he's kind of the guy for right now until we see otherwise. So, Devin Singletary, Traylon Burks, then goes Cordero Patterson, and Drew is up on the clock at 9-11. Yeah, I almost jumped for this guy last uh, last round. He made it back to me, so I, I, I'm happy about that. But Chase Edmonds, I believe, is going to be the guy in Miami's uh, backfield. <laughs> they paid him. He fits that fast-paced mold, if that's what they're going to do. I mean, we don't know yet. They do have plenty running backs there. I mean, they got Moster. They they still got bum ass Miles Gaskin. Um, the gas can is empty. <laughs> but I I mean, if anything, we learned at least last year. But I think years prior, even uh, Kyler dumped it off to Edmonds a lot. He was their dump off guy, and I think he's going to be the same for Tua. So I'm going to go with Edmonds here. Yeah, that's one of my favorite picks. Also, I think he was ranked like the 34th running back in ADP right now and there's only 32 teams therefore the starting running back with Miami Dolphins is out of the top 32 I find that hard to believe that's one of my favorite picks in the draft Bob is up on the clock in the 12th pick of the ninth round yeah I'm I'm gonna go back I I think I'm the only person that's taking Kansas City wide receivers Uh, one of my favorite picks the NFL draft was Sky Moore going to Kansas City I think he, Andy Reid's going to have this guy all over the place catching passes for Mahomes. I think it's going to be a great combination. So I'm taking Sky more. I like the pick. And Bob, this is you, man. The wild card, baby. He throws us for a little loop. Listen, you <laughs> never know. There's always going to be one guy in the draft who is just, you know, looking at ADP and saying, screw ADP. I'm sliding down 10 wide receivers and taking my guy. It's always going to be there. Bob's the wild card. He takes Sky Moore in the ninth round. And you are up on the 10 turn. And I'm going to follow up and do it again. Um, here's a guy that I, I really like. I think that if they can get into the red zone, he's going to do a lot of good things. He had a really nice first preseason game going to the running back position. And I'm taking Ramsey's boy, Damian Pierce. Mm. Go Gators, baby. Damian Pierce. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. I think he's going to win that running back job. And I think he's going to easily see 20 touches a game. Easily see 20 touches a game. I like the pick. Drew is up at the 10-2. Yeah. um, I got somebody that I really want. And I I just. I just realized we have kickers in this mock. I, uh, <laughs> I don't like putting a lot of eggs in one basket here. I got Aaron Jones, but I think I got to go Alan Lazard. I mean, they got what? Romeo Dobbs and, and, and uh, Christian Watson. Sammy Cobb. Watkins is ready to be in a wheelchair. Sammy Watkins <laughs> is a hit. <laughs> Oh man! I think I, I mean if if what I know is correct, I think Lazard is going to be the person who uh, Rogers trusts the most. Now, anyway, we are so now in Lazard. we are now in the tenth round of this draft, and that is the first Green Bay Packers wide receiver that was drafted. That is blows the mind. 
uh, that that Aaron Rodgers, arguably one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and we don't see a wide receiver go off the board till the tenth round. That's wild. After Alan Lazard, Chase Claypool, back-to-back Steelers, Pat Fryermuth goes off the board at the 10-4, and Tom is up 10-5. I really, it makes me question my Ertz pick, because, like, I, I really, early in the season, I thought, like, that, I normally pick a tight end that, that's kind of late like that, and Pat Fryermuth is the guy that I was like, that's who I want. Last year, I went with, um, oh, I can't believe, Logan Thomas like in that late round, right around now too. And I thought that was going to be great, which it was until he got hurt. But um, I feel dumb just now thinking about how some, there's some really good options at tight end still. I mean, Gusecki's still here and we're almost in the 11th round. So just for food for thought for people thinking about tight ends and whatnot. Um, Drew killed me again on Lazard back to back now on the Gabe Davis Lazard now. And I'm kind of hurting. Um, honestly, I'm going down pretty deep now. I like, Melvin Gordon, I like Christian Kirk, and I like Ramad Stevenson. Um, I, I promised myself I would never touch a New England running back, um, but it looks like it looks like Damian Harris is going to be out soon. Uh, that's what it, it looks like. They're they're trying to get to Stevenson. Everything's starting to aim towards <laughs> Stevenson, kind of being that guy. But I do like your guy Christian Kirkram over at uh, at Jacksonville. I, I just they paid him. Um, they clearly want to develop him. They clearly want to develop um, with you know Trevor Lawrence with him. But after this, after Melvin Gordon Stevenson, you're just shooting blanks really in in, in terms of running back after this too. I feel like it's kind of like you're just throwing darts. Um, um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my with my gut and I'm going to go with Ramon Stevenson. <coughs> Ramondre Stevenson goes 10-5. We just watched Deshaun Watson get picked at the 10-6. That's the beauty of a uh, sleeper not being up to date on the suspension, I guess. Uh, Dan, well, you know what? Okay. So that is the second quarterback for team seven is Deshaun Watson. So uh, <laughs> that's definitely the dud of the draft. Dan is up at the 10-7. All right, so I was considering either – I think I'm pretty good with everything. I kind of just like to stack up on some running backs and receivers just in case, like, anything happens. I'm looking at a group of receivers. Um, seems like I could maybe get them next round or in, in some later rounds. But it seems like if I wait on these run, a couple of these running backs, they're probably going to be gone. And and the and the drop off, the disparity from a couple of these guys to the to the next level down is just like too much for me. So I think I'm gonna go with um, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon may be steady, maybe turning the the reins over more to Javante Williams this year. We're gonna find out. Adam Thielen finally goes off the board at 10-8. Mike Kosicki, Tyler Lockett. James Cook, the rookie running back for Buffalo at 10-11. Before I pick, I just want to piggyback on what Tom was just saying about picking tight ends. That is my strategy. I am not one of those guys who's going to take one of those early tight ends. And I, just my feeling is, I mean, I watched Mike Kosicki go for a goose egg once or twice last year. I don't really want... If I'm going to get a goose egg from a tight end, I might as well keep waiting. So it is always my strategy personally to wait. I'll pick a tight end in the last round. I'll have a different tight end every single week for all I care. 
I'm not going to take one of those first guys. I think the value up there in other positions is so high in comparison. Uh, it's just not something I do. So my strategy has always been to wait on the tight end. And in fact, just a point of note, I run two leagues. There is not a tight end slot in either of those leagues. I am up at the 10, 12. Uh, there's a whole lot of onshore uh, wide receivers here. Uh, running backs, again, a bunch of backups. Guys, you're hoping maybe an injury, maybe they're the third down back. I'm not a huge fan of anybody here either. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pick out a wide receiver that I really like. Another guy who I think is absolutely electric. Another guy who, if he can just stay healthy, could be a smash value pick this year. Obviously, he's dealing with a quarterback issue as well, but I believe in the talent. Uh, a first-round pick last year flashed it several times while he was on the field. I'm taking Kadarius Tony, wide receiver for the New York Giants. Come on, Daniel Jones. Get my boy the football. He had the highest targets per route run percentage in the NFL last season. Something to keep in mind. When he is on the field, the man gets the ball. If he can stay healthy, again, a huge value in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and how many picks we got left? Four, let's five, hope, five let's more hope Tony, picks. Let's hope Tony doesn't try to put out a rap album again this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, I was laughing because they were playing his music at practice the one day, and he's vibing, he's vibing. I'm just like, Get on the field, man. Get out of the studio. We don't need uh Speaking of, have you guys heard Antonio Brown's album that he put, put that out? Shit on. Hey, uh, 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 put Hot that shit garbage. on. Hot garbage. Get it off. Put that Get shit on, bro. Come on. All right. Out I'm of 10. Follow up my shot on Kadarius Tony. I'm going to take another wide receiver. Uh, 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 Tom just talked about him. I'm not usually a Jaguars homer. But I have such confidence in this man to prove everybody wrong. Maybe it's not this year. Maybe it's next year. I'm taking Christian Kirk. And at the 11th round, I now have five wide receivers and can probably put them to bed. A run on wide receivers after that. Chris Olave, Robert Woods, Garrett Wilson, Russell, Gage, and Dan is back up on the clock. All I want to know is what what that big smile on Bob's face was about when he picked Christian Kirk. That's all I want. That was that was who I wanted. So he was oh, like, he was, got it, got it, got it. He was proud of me for making such a great pick. You made it. You made your boy proud. I was very proud of you, man. Okay, so maybe another receiver here um, to kind of put the uh, cherry on top. Boyd is number one here. I like Boyd and Scantling. Um, I don't know if I want Boyd or Scantling. I think that's that's a, a coin toss. I think both their quarterbacks are good. I think they're both valid slot receivers. Um, hmm. Let's. I'm just gonna go with Boyd honestly in this position because he has some chemistry with his receiver, whereas MVS is is kind of just getting to know Mahomes. So Tyler Boyd, Cole Komet goes 11-7 and Tom is back up on the clock eighth pick 11th round hit me I'm gonna take MVS um 
just because I want exposure to that Kansas City team. I, I'll just, like I said, I'll, I'll throw a dart out there. I, we have no idea who, who's going to step up for Tyreek. We know what it is with, with Travis Kelsey. Um, but you, who knows after that? Like, it could anything could happen. So, I'll, you know, this late you know, 11th round, I'm fine with just getting exposure to the Kansas City Chiefs. I like it. Another guy on my dynasty team that I'm hoping for success with, Jarvis Landry, new in New Orleans, goes off the board at 11-9. Naheem Hines, 11-10, and Drew is back up. 11-11, make a wish. Yeah, there's nothing to wish about here. Um, <laughs> wish for a better pick, maybe. I wanted MVS. I think he's going to do well. I, I think, uh, I mean, he's fast. He, he's definitely no Tyree kill, but I think, I think he's going to do well. I am, I am targeting a guy down here, Rondell Moore, his second year with Arizona. I think, uh, again, those first six weeks without D hop, someone's got to do something there. So I'm going to take Rondell Moore. I'd like to ask uh, your guys' opinion on a trade that I made in during this offseason involving Rondale Moore. I traded Marquise Brown for Rondale Moore and Josh Palmer. Did I win or lose this? I'd say you lost. That's but fair. It's that's a that's fair, fair. That's a really that's a fair trade. It was, you know, I, I'm I'm hoping uh, Rondale Moore gets that uh, average depth of target somewhere over the one yard mark. That would be great. Uh, nevertheless, uh, I like the pick personally and 11, 11, that's a great pick to make a wish with. I like it, Bob, you are up at the 12, uh, 11, 12 turn here. Yeah, this is a tough one. We're kind of down to straight backups in the running back position. There's a couple, uh, wide receivers that are kind of guys you can roll the dice on. Um, but I'm going to go – guy got a big contract this year. He wouldn't – he's not going to be able to play the first couple weeks. But uh, I think, you know, Tom talked about it earlier, the challenges with the Cowboys offense. I think Michael Gallup's eventually going to be a much-needed asset to go across the lamb. He's really – you know, he's obviously the, their second target, and uh, I think they're going to miss him early on. So I'm going to go with, uh, go with Gallup. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be the third target, but I knew what you meant. Um, right now, Dallas has exactly one wide receiver active on their roster who has ever caught an NFL touchdown. So getting Michael Gallup back is going to be huge for them. I was talking about the tight end, Bob, if you were curious as to what the hell oh, I was talking about. Oh, I was about. a little curious. Uh, yeah, I, I saw your face. But uh, Michael Gallup, 11-12, and you're up at 12-1. Um, I am going to go with uh... – Justin Tucker, just because if I don't pick a kicker right now, I'm going to forget. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, would, I would like to share my strategy on, you know, leagues that have kickers because, uh, for, again, I don't have kickers in my leagues for the same reason I don't have tight ends. It's just a stupid position. Play the tight ends that are relevant, and the rest of them can stay on the bench. Um, I don't even draft a kicker. Even if I have a kicker, uh, in my league, I don't draft one. I will uh, pick one up before week one. I'll decide who I want to drop then, and uh, that's how I that's how I decide who to pick. Uh, and I'll, I'll again, I'll stream a kicker every week. I'm not worried about it. Drew is up on the clock at twelve two. Yeah, I only got three running backs. I mean, that's okay, but I I would like to grab another one. Unfortunately, 
Unfortunately, I have Hertz and Goddard, but I also think Kenny Gainwell could do something this year. Crazy numbers last year. I mean, I think Emmanuel Sanders uh, was hurt. Emmanuel Sanders? No. Miles. Miles Sanders was hurt a little bit there. But, like, all the dump-offs last year went to Gainwell. Hertz isn't a big dump-off guy, I know. Reports out of camp is Gainwell could be lining up all over. I don't know if I trust that. They got a lot of talent there. I don't know where he fits in, but as my fourth running back, I'll take him. I've been hearing some things about Miles Sanders over the past week or so about uh, it, things aren't going so well for him up there in Philadelphia right now. So um, they never they, seem to be. It might be Kenneth Gainwell's job at some point this year. So uh, again, another pick I really like from Drew. Michael Carter goes at 12-3, Marlon Mack at 12-4. Those are the most unsexy picks so far in this draft. Tom is up at 12-5. I was going to take DJ Chark. Um, I love DJ Chark. I love when he played for Jacksonville. I just believe in him. I just like – I think he's a big-body receiver that can just get it done. Um well, I'm um, actually, I'm just like going down and you know what? I'm late and we're, you know, I'm just having a little fun at this point. Like I'm seeing Julio Jones. He's in Tampa Bay. <laughs> like, um, and I didn't even think about it until now, but I'm going to, I'm going to snag him now. I don't know if he'll be there when I get back and I'm, I'm taking him in round 12. Why not? Like, I'm just throwing some, some stuff out now to see what happens. I don't mind it. Take a shot. He did look really bad in practice the other day. I don't know if you saw those clips, but he was getting worked a little bit by Tennessee's corners in that joint practice. Uh, but it's Julio freaking Jones and it's Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Take the shot. What the heck? Uh, don't mind one bit. Isaiah Spiller goes at the 12-6. He is currently the third string running back for the Los Angeles Chargers. And Dan is up at 12-7. Team 7 sucks. Okay, so Isaiah Spiller was one of my potential picks. Gone now. So, basically, I was just looking at a bunch of guys who are behind guys who could easily come in because, you know, guys like um, uh, Dalvin Cook, that could easily get injured at any time or, um, you know, things like that. Like I said, Eckler, I was looking at Spiller because, you know, he kind of gets bang, banged up at times. Um, that's also why I think I'm going to draft the guy I'm about to draft. Um, knowing who he is, doesn't really fumble, pretty consistent. Um, should get touches, especially if the guy in front of him kind of misses a step or gets hurt. Um, and that's a... Uh, Jamal Williams, and he doesn't, uh, you know, he's pretty consistent, doesn't really fumble, and he should get touches when, when they want him to get touches. He is one of my favorite people in the NFL. I don't, I don't mean one of my favorite players. I mean one of my favorite people. Jamal Williams is awesome. If you haven't seen an interview with Jamal Williams, just YouTube it. The guy's a, a, an absolute treasure for the NFL. James Robinson goes next. He's almost back to full strength. Ronald Jones, who might get cut, goes after him. Albert Okobwebanon, uh, maybe I said that right, goes 12-10. Alexander Madison, 12-11, and I am up at the 12-13 turn. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, slim pickings at this point in the draft. I could take a shot on Jamison Williams coming back from injury. 
Christian Watson up there in Green Bay. I'm not sure how good I feel about either of those, though, in the long run. Looking at the wide receivers available, somebody who has been absolutely a star in camp, if you're paying attention to camp, and uh, a guy I'm going to take a shot on here on the, uh, the potential extreme upside in George Pickens in Pittsburgh, a guy who absolutely dominated the SEC as a freshman at Georgia, uh, suffered some injuries, but he looks absolutely electric right now in the preseason, is going to be my sixth wide receiver now I'm I like that pick. I got a little scared off on it because they do have a crowded wide receiver room, but yeah. he does look great in camp. Yeah, totally. Uh, my 13th round pick, uh, looking at the running backs, it's a whole lot of uh, rookies, uh, guys who've dealt with injuries most of their career, washed up. Mark Ingram, I can't even believe he's still in the league. That's my uh, boy. So if I'm taking a shot on somebody here, we just talked about uh, Antonio Gibson not too long ago, running third, fourth string at this point in the preseason. A little late for that to happen. And they drafted a rookie who has looked pretty goddamn good so far in his limited work in the preseason. So I'm going to take him right here. Brian Robinson Jr., Washington running back, is going to get my pick. Irv Smith goes after him, Daryl Henderson, Christian Watson, Jamison Williams, who I just spoke about, go after them. And then Dan is back up 13-6. Okay. So I have three guys in my queue right now, and these are my next three picks. They're going to be there. I'm about to pick them in a row. I'm bringing it to fruition right now. So my next pick is um, the true receiver one, I believe. I know Bob's not big on him. I know you kind of, you know, picked another guy ahead of him who, who is in, you know, his, his same lineup. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Pierce in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, I've been watching him uh, in 1v1s. I've seen him uh, do things in a practice camp, and he's a monster. And uh, I think Matt Ryan's going to find a way to get him the ball. And I, I don't know. I just think he's, he's about to take over. Alec Pierce goes off the board. Before we continue, Dan, I just want to go back to what you just said. It just came out of your mouth. Correct me if I'm wrong. You believe Alec Pierce will be the wide receiver one in Indianapolis? Um, not that I think that he necessarily will be. I just think that he's capable of being it because it's like, I don't know. I've seen Pittman drop a lot of balls already. It's I know it's early in the season. I've seen Pittman drop a lot of balls uh, I, you know, he did well last year. I don't think, you know, he's bad. I think he's good. He will be the number one, obviously, but I just think Pierce with his size and his speed and the way he's playing now as a guy who's not, hasn't even played a, a regular season snap. Like I, I think he, uh, the sky's the limit. Interesting. All right, let's move on. Rashad white running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 13, seven and Tom is back up at the 13, eight. I really wanted Rashad White, by the way. That was my next pick for sure. That was my next pick. Take a seat. Um, definitely would have been my next pick. I have Fournette, so I'm definitely taking Rashad White there without a doubt. Um, for obvious reasons, for the hand, you know, for the handicap of um fuck, I'm so late. I'm I'm mispronouncing words, but for the um <laughs> I'm tired, but I'm fine with it. It is what it is. I want him, but I'm going to go Algier here. Um, I'm just, I'm just 
grabbing the handcuffs at this point. The handcuffs, not the handy fucking cuffs. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to be surprised at all if Tyler Algier is the starting running back in Atlanta at some point this year. Uh, I've been hearing good things about him coming out of Atlanta's camp. Uh, I, I personally don't believe in Cordero Patterson at this point. His career is going to be 31 years old. That scares the hell out of me for a guy who's playing running back at this point. Uh, I, I'm giving you kudos. I think it's a great pick, especially at, at this point in the draft. Jacoby Myers, 13-9. Noah Fant, 13-10. And Drew is up at the 11th pick, 13th round. Yeah, you know, it's not every day a kid makes it to the NFL from the high school you graduated from. So I'm going to take a shot on Jahan Dotson. Um, balled out at Penn State. Obviously balled out at Nazareth High School. But, I mean, an NFL player in a high school like that, I mean, the competition isn't great. But uh, I, I think he's – I mean <sighs> – I'm not the biggest uh, Washington fan in the world, so I couldn't tell you their depth chart, but I, I believe he might walk into a wide receiver two role. I think so. Um, Probably. Report, reports out of camp. He's running routes sharp. He, he looks sharp, so I'm going to grab him here. Yeah, I think he was one of the better route runners in this draft. He was my favorite wide receiver in the draft until, you know, I really started scouting other other guys, and, you know, Drake London is a freaking beast and all that. Uh I I have a lot of faith in Washington's wide receiving core. I don't know so much about, uh, obviously, Carson Wentz throwing the football around. But, uh, again, uh, Carson Wentz is a guy that most people are down, way down on, and I just feel better about him. Uh, so I don't mind the situation, personally. Bob, you are up at the 13-12. We got a uh, – I'm, uh, I'm going to go back to go. the – I'm going to go back to the wide receiver position. We talked about this guy earlier when we were talking about Mac Jones. Um, I'll be interested to see Devontae Parker is going to get his shot at the wide receiver one. Um, so I'm going Parker. And then I'm going to follow it up with uh, the guy who I think has a good chance to be his second target and maybe possibly his first target. He had nine touchdowns last year. Hunter Henry is going to be my tight end. Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry, Drew is back up in the 14th round. Or right, if Kamara gets suspended, I am here and Ingram has that number two spot on lock. He is the guy they're keeping out of preseason games, so he's healthy. So just to play it safe on my Kamara pick, I'm, I'm going Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, a, a guy I, you know, I, I'm surprised he's still in the league. Let's really see running backs with that kind of career, like just the longevity of it. He'll find a way. And you know I what? He still can get you three yards, no problem. So he's like a little bowling ball. He'll Mark, find a way. Mark Ingram, back I to know. back. Uh, we got a uh, DJ Chark, Kenny Galladay coming off the board, and Tom is up fifth pick of the fourteenth round. I'm going Baker Mayfield. I'm grabbing a third. I like it, man. Let him cook. Baker Mayfield. Khalil Herbert goes next. And Dan, you are up. I am up. And just like Confucius say, my pick's on the board, and I'm about to pick again. Um, you know, uh, I'm into handcuffs, guys. No, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so I'm going to pick a handcuff. 
for um, a team that has huge upside in and having a handcuff um, in the Ravens, Gus Edwards, and uh, behind J.K. Dobbins, it might take him a little bit to come back. That's fine. I got extra running back sitting there. And uh, if anything ever, knock on wood, knock on wood, ever were to happen to J.K., he's going to get plenty of touches. So, Khalil Herbert, Gus Edwards, J.D. McKissick, Jalen Tolbert, Ty Davis Price, a guy I'm very high on, goes next, Tyler Higby. And I am back up with my final two picks. I have Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Aaron Rodgers, Travis Etienne, Michael Pittman, Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, Rashad Penny, Davis Mills, Kadarius Tony, Christian Kirk, George Pickens, Brian Robinson. I'm going to take another rookie running back who is getting a lot of buzz at camp in Kansas City. I'm going to take Isaiah Pacheco right here. Uh, I just, I've said so many times how bad I think Clyde Edwards Elaire is. Isaiah Pacheco right now is running as the first team running back because uh, CEH is not there. I don't believe in Jarek McKinnon. Isaiah Pacheco is getting so much buzz and should be rostered, I think. And I got him here in the 14th round. Now, all I have left to do is draft a tight end. Uh, guys, I would love to take Evan Ingram if I had any. If I had the balls to have three Jacksonville Jaguars on my fantasy football team, I would take Evan Ingram right here. Unfortunately, I don't have those sized balls. So uh, I'm looking cut that, at cut that, cut uh, best tight ends available. David Njoku, Gerald Everett, Austin Hooper, Ryan Tunyon. This is a mess, obviously, at this point, which is why I said I may have a different tight end in week two. But for week one, I'm going to handcuff, uh, not handcuff. I'm going to stack with my uh, with my QB1 right here. He had a down season last year. We're going to see if he can bounce back. I'm going to take Robert Tunyon, tight end for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah, handcuffs, uh, baby. And then here comes all the kickers. I did not draft one, as I said, was my typical strategy. Evan McPherson, Daniel Carson, Matt Gay, Tyler Bass. Who gives a shit? Dan, you are up. Uh, six, six pick, 15th round. We're done here. Okay. I'm just going to pick a kicker to put the icing on top. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Suckup. Ryan Suckup, Harrison Buttkisser. Tom is up, 8th pick, 15th round. Nick Folk, man. Nick Folk, Young Hoku, Matt Prater, Drew yeah, so so here's a little bit of a real life scenario and a mock. I, I I went away from my plan of definitely grabbing a third QB. So I'm gonna take Ramsey's strategy, and I'm I'd rather have a third QB right now than a kicker, and I'll drop a bum. I'll drop Mark Ingram if I need to and, and pick up a kicker because I run a super flex league and I just remember what it was like at the end of the year last year. I mean, I don't know if it's like that in all super flex leagues. It but is, there was bro. A quarterback, there was not a quarterback available. Yeah, it's people dry. Were, people were fighting for Tyrone Huntley at the end of the year. Yes. I mean, he did well. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead. I, I, I think Detroit's going to be better than people think. And I'll take golf as my third QB. I like it. Yeah, man, that's the strategy I go with because now you have, like you said, you're drafting tomorrow. Now you have basically two and a half weeks almost to, to, to watch camp, see what's going on. Maybe someone gets injured and then you can pick up a kicker the day before Sunday and you're good to go. 
So that's the strategy I like to go with. Bob, finish us off, Mr. Irrelevant, 15-12. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow the, the same strategy of uh, taking a third quarterback. I'm a little torn here with, you know, you look at the top three guys. You got Wilson, Wentz, and Jones left. I was high on Jones and the Priest, but, well, before the season started, he's pretty much looked awful so far. I'm not sure if uh, this is going to work out for him. Wentz is kind of uh, – obviously, he's a big uh, question mark, but I think that's ultimately where I'm going to go. I have Terry McLaurin, so I'm going to go with the stack. Carson Wentz finishes us off. If you guys don't mind, let's say where you picked and then tell us your team. So uh, the people at home, all of America listening to this, uh, can know – where they might draft and where these guys might fall. I've already given off my team. Dan, tell us your team and where you picked. Tom, you can... tell us where you picked and tell us your team. Yes, uh, I'm eight slot, and my team is Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, Trey Lance, Leonard Fournette, Tua, DJ Moore, Zach Ertz, Hunter Renfo. De- uh, Devin Singletary, Ramondre Stevenson, MVS, Julio Jones, Tyler Algier, Baker Mayfield, and Nick Bolton. I think that is a uh, a solid – like, that's a steady team right there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's not a guy in here who's going to give you under 10 points a game, in my opinion. Solidly drafted team. Drew, where would you pick? Tell us your team. I had the 11th pick. I took Jamar Chase. Jalen Hurts, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, Mike Williams, Matty Ice, Gabe Davis, Dallas Goddard, Chase Edmonds, Alan Lazard, Rondell Moore, Kenneth Gainwell, Jahan Dotson, Mark Ingram, and Jared Goff. Upside through the roof from the 11th slot. Uh, that's a, a solid team. You know, if a couple of those guys really hit, this could be a championship caliber roster. Bob. Where'd you pick? Tell us your team. I, I picked 12th. I got Stefan Diggs, Najee Harris, Mike Evans, Brees Hall, Terry McLaurin, Trevor Lawrence, Juju Smith-Schuster, Ryan Tannehill, Sky Moore, Damian Pierce, Michael Gallup, Justin Tucker, Devontae Parker, Hunter Henry, and Mr. Irrelevant, Carson Wentz. Wild card! Dan, you picked in the sixth slot. Do you have your team ready? I... Do not. I can't get it up for whatever reason. Dan you know? picks six. He's got Christian McCaffrey, Russell Wilson, Debo Samuel, James Conner, Darren Waller, J.K. Dobbins, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameis Winston, Brandon Ayuk, Melvin Gordon, Tyler Boyd, Jamal Williams, Alec Pierce, Gus Edwards, and Ryan Suckup. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming on and doing this mock draft. Really much appreciate it. You guys, uh, you know, you had plenty of information to share about your picks and your thought process, and I appreciate you coming on for Destination Football. Enjoy your drafts.